0: On this podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Okay. So, hey, everybody, it's Kara from the She's the Owner podcast, and we have Sandy Gold with us and so we're going to go a bit back to the traditional way that we we run the podcast i know i've been a bit uh kind of rogue and just let things go and we'll still let things go the way they want to but i'm going to kind of get a bit more into the questions and and so we can you know just kind of get back to old school when we started the podcast so welcome sandy um thanks for coming on the show
1: thank you so much for having me i'm super excited to be here
0: Amazing. So we'll start with, tell us about your company, what you do and why, and sort of how you ended up in in that journey. And then we'll kind of dig into some questions after that.
1: Okay. Um, Well, I've always been an entrepreneur.
0: I started uh, my very first company when I was 20 years
1: old, literally just came uh, to the States from Austria where I was born and raised. And I started a company with my now ex-husband back then. And we did that for multiple years, and that's where I really became good at sales and just figuring out how business works in real life, because I literally came out of college, I had no clue. So it was an interesting journey, learned a lot about myself and how business works. And I've been an entrepreneur since. So um, the last few years, I've been, uh, you know, being a single mom, that's where my passion is. I love being a mom. I love raising my daughter and it just lights me up like nothing else. So, you know, I always helped other parents to have that same relationship and bond with their children, but I kind of did it as a hobby. I was just helping out friends. And uh, the last few years I've been like, you know what, I need to bring this to the world. So I've been doing it on a larger scale with the Golden Parent, um, And uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun, you know, seeing the changes in the families.
0: So tell me a bit about how, how you help them. So, I mean, I think it's, I would say that we can agree that there's a lot of room for improvement when it comes to parenting and how we parent and what we parent. So maybe talk a little bit about what, what sort of mechanical things or what kind of things you actually do with the parents and what kind of parents join your groups.
1: Um, It it started out mainly with single parents because I could relate to that a lot in the beginning, you know, going, having gone through a difficult divorce and, you know, having to play both roles of mom and dad for many, many years. And uh, it's now open for all parents because um, when you look at parenting, a lot of times the parents look to the children to change. Mm. You know, they want to change the behavior of the child, not realizing that if we as parents change our mindset, our behavior, our ways and how we teach them, the children will automatically adjust and change as well. And it's a lot easier to change us than force the child to be changed. A lot more influence there. So so it's kind of a win-win. You know, the parents get better through their own self-development, you know, getting less stressed. Calmer, more successful in business, financially, just stronger as a person, and then the children will accommodate that new behavior. You know, parents being a role model, so they have a better setup as as they get older, and they're gonna bounce off the parents' energy. So you don't have to discipline the kids or change them as much. You know, if you're calm and not yelling at them, they're gonna listen a lot more than if you're Mm -hmm. screaming all day long. They don't wanna listen to you
0: you just kind of blew my mind actually like you literally like not literally my husband will give me shit for saying (laughs) that because we make fun of that word all the time but you really just blew my mind and i'll tell you why because every single i would say most not every single but most psychology books on parenting all of it always focus on the kid Mm -hmm. and like, I talk about relationships on this podcast. So, if I change, my partner will change. And holy shit, if I change, my kids will change. And, like, you take out all the resistance because, P.S., the parents are the problem anyway. Right. And it's the hardest part as wow. the parent
1: to realize, you know what, my child acts this way because I am triggering mm-hmm. that behavior. But it's hard to admit that to yourself. You know, you don't want, nobody ever wants to be you know, wrong right. or, and it's a lot easier to say, oh, my child doesn't listen or my child has, throws a fit in the store. They just don't behave, you know, it's the kids. Right. Fault. Yeah. Versus taking responsibility and saying, you know what? I may have something to do with that." <laughs> Usually <Yeah>. you do.
0: <laughs> and it's, and, and the, the, Part that's blowing my mind though, is I think the fact that you're, you're openly saying it because I know like, you know, if if you've done any personal development, ladies, gentlemen, you know, that it is, it always starts with us for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think as a whole society will always still think it's, it's more the kid and like, let's change more of their behavior and give them treats for this and treats for that and do all this crazy shit. When it's like masculine, feminine energy, let's get into it. It's like, you if I'm coming to my kid with feminine energy, their response to me is totally different because they're generally kids are generally in their feminine and we knock it out of them eventually. But if we're honoring that, like as a mother, like we've talked about, I have four children. If I meet them in my feminine, they're way more likely to do what needs to be done in that state than if I'm barking at them or telling them what to do. And I think, The the aha moment is that you're openly saying, okay, like, let's not get it twisted. It's you you created this. Now let's work on you instead of just the kid, because that's where it has to start. So how how long have you known that you're an entrepreneur at heart? Like, talk a little bit about how long you've known.
1: Uh, Really, always. You know, even when I was a kid, I wanted to have my own business. I never really saw myself working in a nine to five job. Because I'm very freedom. Oh, we lost to there. So for me, you know, freedom meant traveling whenever I want. So right. I'm very freedom-based. So for me, that meant, you know, traveling whenever I want, being my own boss, you know. And when you grow up, you have a very different idea of what, you know, being self-employed means. You think you have a company and you're just, you know, working a little bit here and there. You're actually working more than yeah. I <laughs> But <laughs> very true very true you don't know that growing up so it looks like this grandiose lifestyle you know it's just having a lot of abundance and a beautiful life traveling and doing whatever you want
0: yeah and i think again like that's i think that's one of the parts we have to honor as, as well and we can talk about i mean i i remember when i was younger i didn't want to go to university i didn't want to do any of that stuff and a lot of my friends were and i would sit And I would think, holy shit, like what's wrong with me? Why don't I, like, why can't I keep a job? Why do I get into arguments with my bosses? Why do I see all the holes, even at 25? Why do I see all the holes in this business? And it wasn't until like probably around there where I was like, I think I might be an entrepreneur. And the shitty part is like, I'm 44. So when I was younger, that's what you did when you couldn't do anything else. That's you were a fuck up. If you were an entrepreneur or a real estate agent, those two things like were a hundred percent like, Oh, I'm in real estate. Oh, that must mean you screwed up somewhere. I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, that means you're not good at anything else. And you have to, and it's not like that anymore, is it? I mean, now it's cool to be an entrepreneur. It's cool to be in real estate. But I think when we talk about even like energetically, and I talked about this with your live recently, um, as a child, I was in my masculine From probably the age of 10 because, you know, there's challenges at home. And so I learned early on that I needed to be in control. So talk a little bit about, because I know you have a very um, firm grasp on feminine, masculine, and I want to hear what it means to you after this question, but is, did you had you always understood this these energies or was there a time when you were definitely in your masculine where you're like holy shit i need to adjust here because this does not feel right and talk a bit about your childhood and up and upbringing in that respect okay
1: well i've definitely been always leaning more towards my masculine even as a kid you know it it was like everything had to be a certain way i was a control freak you know and even if i wasn't controlling other people i controlled myself how i would do Mm. stuff You know, always having a plan and, you know, being spontaneous was like a challenge because now I had to plan it out first. (laughs) There was a schedule and very much so in the masculine. But um, I I mean, there were parts that were in the feminine too. Like, you know, I I used to journal or had a diary when I was, you know, a teenager where I would express my feelings and just, you know, connect with myself. But I didn't know that I was doing that at that time. So I didn't learn about the energies really until I became part of the Tony Robbins tribe. And you keep hearing it more and more and more. And at the Tony Robbins seminars too, when we do those exercises and you really feel what the difference between the masculine and the feminine is. And you really get it, not just on an intellectual level, but you feel it in your whole body.
0: Um, and for the the people who are only listening and you can't see Sandy, she is like, probably one of the top five most stunning women I've ever seen. And that's the interesting part here because on the outside, very feminine, beautiful makeup, eyelashes, hair, everything. She's stunning. And it's and that I think is part of the myth is that when we do our hair and we're, we're girly, that we're actually feminine. And that's such bullshit. Like it's not real. Because I when I go out and I do, you know, I, whatever, networking, business meetings, I'm very put together. And I thought that was me showing up feminine and it's not
1: because you can still
0: dress us up (laughs) but if at our core we're still masculine that's -hmm. how we show up so yeah so i just want if for anybody who's not seeing it and just hearing it like goddess status of
1: course of course um you're right it's i mean it's part you know like i actually get into my feminine one when i get to be a girl and put makeup on and do my hair but you're right. It doesn't change my behavior. If I'm in a business situation, I'm still in my basket and it doesn't matter what I wear.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's (laughs) funny too, when you realize that like, Oh shit. Cause you really thought, I thought I was tricking everybody and I wasn't tricking anybody ever. So talk, let's talk a little bit about if you're open to it. Um, about the marriage. So when you think about your relationship in the past and I'm, and I'm sure it had its own challenges, but are there any times where you think, Oh, you know what? I was showing up in my masculine and maybe that was part of the problem in the polarity. And we talk a lot about polarity on the show. Um, and so for those of you who, you know, really polarity is just having those opposing energies where, you know, you, Masculine and feminine are meant to go hand in hand together. If you're two masculines, it's not gonna work. If you're two feminines, it's not gonna work. And so we in order to have really solid balance, there's gotta be both energies. So talk a bit about that as a strong businesswoman who understands masculine, openly shows up that way. What was that what was that like in your relationship? It definitely
1: had a big role. Looking back, I mean, I didn't
0: know when I was in the
1: relationship that I was doing that, but I was in my masculine too much and he was masculine. So the polarity was gone because, you know, again, I had to be in control of everything. <laughs> and it was just, you know, you're almost competing within your own relationship. Right. And since we work together too, we did have friendly comp- competitions within work, which were actually supposed to motivate us, but we will bring that home.
0: mm
1: So it was still somewhat of a competition. And, you know, if you can't let go as a woman and you have to be in charge all the time, there's no
0: way for him to break through. That's, yep. And you said it perfectly. I always say, like, you can't out-alpha a woman who is determined to stay in her alpha. Like, we're just stronger in that way. And eventually he'll just be like, peace out. I'm not fighting this battle anymore. And I always make jokes about when I was at date with destiny, I left my dick there. I had a penis and I left it in West Palm beach. And I know the moment that I did was during the dancing that we were talking about. And, but that's it. Like women will, will tell ourselves and this is where it gets tough, right? This is where the heart starts to hurt when you have to tell yourself that it was you or it was me and maybe not all of the time. Of course, I'm not making a generalization, but in these situations where strong female business owners like us, um, we have to take that reality pill and really say okay i think maybe i needed to be in control too often and all those things and eventually the man just gives up cuz what are they going to do there's no other way to win with us they they just they, they get tired they tire we can have babies we can go all night long yeah. guys are like all right you got me i'm done um so so go ahead yep I mean, you know, if you think
1: about it, you know, taking responsibility for that is a huge step, as he said, you know, it's we don't want to admit that we had just as much part in a breakup or in a relationship gone bad as the other person. Did. It's always easier to blame. But when you look at what you did wrong, first of all, you can learn from it and not repeat it in the next one. And it, it does a lot of healing, too. You can release the stress and the blame on the other person and you, you can get better from that. And then the next yeah. relationship will be different. But if you have that wall up, you know, having a masculine woman and a guy, the woman has the wall up. How's the guy ever going to get through it to you? It's impossible.
0: Yeah. I, I've, uh, I know some people who've, there's a, actually, I mean, I don't know if it's because of COVID, but there seems to be a lot of people breaking up right now, like high profile people breaking up. And it might just be because they're not used to being in the same house together. And, you know, the ugly little piccadillos are showing and they're like, what the hell is this person? I don't get it. Um, but it's still this epidemic of, you know, women who are leaving marriages, 100% blaming it on the husband and You're right. Like there's no growth there. Like it's uncomfortable. There's so many times when I'm just disgusted with my own behavior and then I have to lean into it, get quiet and understand like, what is, why is this triggering me right now? And then have the courage, I guess, and the the vulnerability to be able to step up and say something about it. So as a single woman, so you're single now, you're, you're, are you dating? Are you taking it easy? I'm in a
1: new relationship right now. Okay. Okay. Yes.
0: So let's talk about a little bit of the dating side of things. As a woman who's newly discovered her feminine before you were in this relationship, what did you do differently now that you maybe hadn't even been aware of years ago?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, first of all, for all the ladies out there, get in your feminine because it's going to make your life a lot easier. (laughs) Once you actually go there, you don't really want to get out of it because You know, we as women, we always say we want the man to take care of us in a way, you know, Mm -hmm. we want them to hold the doors open, be be a gentleman, be confident. And if we go into our feminine, they actually have the space to be that Mm -hmm. kind of guy. Yeah. So you get everything that you want by just being true to yourself. So, you know, you surrender and you just lay back and let the guy come into your world and it's it's just gonna happen by itself. You don't even know what you have to do. There's no force, there's no control. It's just gonna happen because he needs he knows what he has to do. Because you are allowing it in.
0: Yeah. There's um have you seen the movie Eat Pray Love with Julia yeah. Roberts? No. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh watch it. She's in her masculine, let me tell you. But there's a line in, in it where she, so she goes to Italy, then she goes to India and then she goes to Bali. So eat in India, pray in India or eat in Italy, uh, pray in India, and then uh, love in Bali. And she says, I'm really sick and tired of everybody telling me I need a man. And the man that she's friendly with says, you don't need a man, Liz, you need a champion. And I, every time I hear it, I've watched the movie a thousand times. Every time I hear it, I I get it more and more and more. And I think that's it, right? Like we're not looking for men. We're looking for a king. We're not looking for men. We're looking for a champion or a warrior or a lover or all of those archetypes. But ladies, you have to get out of the way Mm -hmm. because it's like, as soon as they, have the sense over time that you're not gonna allow them to show up in that way. They just white white flag it and out they go. So what are some ways because as you know, this is a practice and for women like us. And I say women like us with the most love in my heart because I am one. I know what it's like. What are some of your ways that you consciously get into your feminine energy. Like let's say we talk, you know, talk about a long day in the office. If you work from home, you're still working. What are some ways that you'll transition from masculine to feminine just for yourself? Never mind for your daughter or for your partner.
1: Right. Um, well it's it's a lot of it has to do with letting go, you know. We've talked about this where you just take a deep breath and you kind of let the day go. It's like okay I'm off of work. I don't have to make decisions. I'm just gonna get back to myself. Uh, dressing up for me does a lot. You know, if I can wear something cute or sexy it, it, or in heels, definitely, you know, instantly puts me into my feminine. Yeah, dancing to that. You know, any body movement where you can be in tune with yourself, that brings you right in there. Um, or girly things, you know, like have a shopping spree or, mm-hmm. you know, long bath, spa treatment, you know, whatever it is, anything that reconnects with yourself just getting back to your heart where you feel anything associated Mm -hmm. to feeling usually brings you right there
0: yeah that's beautiful um in december i'd mentioned it before but in december i'm doing a goddess slumber party in sedona because i'm i'm in toronto but i want to go to sedona because energetically that place is magic i'm told many many times Mm -hmm. and and that's it like when we're 13, 14, 12, whatever, and we had slumber parties, we didn't talk about work. We're not learning marketing strategies, how to increase revenue, and all that bullshit we do all the time. And so that's, for me, I think that's one of those ways that I want to honor. And, and there's only 25 um, tickets available for the event, but it's it's like legit, it's a slumber party. We're going to watch movies, we're going to do it. Lux, but it's it is an opportunity to get in our feminine and stay there and anchor that so that when we come back and we have to kick ass in business we have a quick reference on how did I feel when I was meditating in the desert in Sedona like I can recall that because it's challenging I mean one of the things I talk a lot about are our are, our are, are cycles our menstrual menstrual cycles And one of the things that I see a lot of is that, you know, the Gary Vaynerchuks, the Tony Robbins, even like they're always, Tony, not so much, but like Gary Vaynerchuk, for sure. He's always talking about hustle, hustle, hustle. And women, if you're in your feminine and you're honoring all the parts of your cycle, there's a time when you don't want to fucking hustle anymore. You want to sit on the bed, watch TV, cry, and eat a bunch of garbage. And (laughs) what I've learned over time is that I started to feel really resentful because I was watching these videos and watching these men, and I'm like, I don't, I'm just not, I don't get it. I don't, I can't. And then I'd start to feel bad and I'd feel pissed off and whatever. But like, I really want women to honor their, like, when you're in your PMS phase, that's when it's a good time for reflection. That's a good time to chill out. That's a good time to not have to do content. And a lot of the women I talk to are all content creators. You're a content creator when, when you're in certain, do you find that like in certain parts, I'll send you the tip sheet. Cause I just created it. And it's like a little map to tell you this week I'm eating chocolate this week. <laughs> I'll double up on my content. But do you ever find um, that like throughout the month? You're, 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 you're more creative. And I, and I really feel like those are, that's part of honoring the feminine divine is like honoring the four weeks of our cycle. But can you talk a little bit about kind of, do you ever yeah. experience that stuff?
1: Yeah, no, I would totally agree with that because, you know, I mean, especially if you're hustling all the time, you know, I think even if we wouldn't have our regular cycle, it comes to the point where you're like, okay, I hustled enough. I need a couple of days off, you know, Yep. because we we go, go, go. And, you know, a lot of times we don't just work. We have kids at home, you know, we may have a partner. So it's not just work hustle. We're always going. So having those chocolate days or days on the couch, I think they're very much needed. But yes, they're definitely more creative faces than others at times.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, and, and I think now that I have a little bit of a map, I feel less guilty and I, now I just go, all right, this is going to be five days of not as much creativity. So what can I do in these five? And I will, I'll do a lot more journaling. I'll do a lot more of that kind of stuff. And then when I feel more energetic, if I was going to write one blog, I'll probably write two or three because I can anticipate now in three weeks, I'm going to be tired. So let's talk a little bit about personal development. I mean, we are both very much in the tribe of of Tony and a bunch of other people that we learn from as well. So talk a bit about what you think that role of personal development plays in. Like, I think you need to really delve into something to learn about masculine, feminine. I don't think it comes naturally anymore because we've been so conditioned away from it. Do you, what's your thoughts on personal development in this area? And is it important? Can you do without it? What's your thoughts?
1: No, I think it's definitely important. I mean, you know, if you don't, if you're not in some sort of self-development, it's very difficult for yourself to figure out how to grow or learn new things. And what I love about being in this whole self-development world too is, you know, you have a support system, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean we call it the Tony tribe or, you know, whichever, mentor where we're in the different groups and you support each other along the journey and you talk about things and they think the same way you do so they'll get you you know it's like having best friends that you've never even met in real life but they get you because we speak the same language and we're on similar journeys as far as growing goes so it's very important because we're constantly changing it's even when true. you're in self-development, you know, I mean, there's always more. I mean, I've been in it for years and every, you know, there's still more kind of like, Oh, I didn't know about that. Let's try this.
0: <laughs> and, and that like, I find sometimes, um, hang on here, just one second. So if you want I'm just going to edit this part out, but if you want to look a bit up here, there we go. Better. Um, yeah, I think the, the biggest trick I think to, self-development is that we think like oh, people looking on the outside are like, are you going to another seminar? Are you doing another, are you reading another book? Are you doing it's like, yeah, because there's no stop to it. It's constant because we're constantly changing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're in it, sometimes we're more critical of ourselves. Right. Because we're like, I just had this with my coach last week. I was like, I'm, I'm upset that I'm upset. I'm upset that I'm pissed off at this whole coronavirus crap. And she, and I said, the reason I'm upset is because I know better and I have the tools to get myself out of that state. And she's like, okay, but you're human. I was like, well, not, well, uh, 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 fine, I'm human. But don't you find that like, Cause then I think that's the masculine energy driving me when I'm getting upset in my feminine. I just accept that I'm pissed off or sad or whatever, but in my masculine, I'm like, I gotta fix it. I gotta fix it. You know, like, does that ever happen to you where you're like, Oh my God, I know better, but I'm not doing better. <laughs> yeah.
1: All the time I beat myself up for, for that exact reason. It's like, you have all the tools. You've been doing this for years. You know what to do to get out of that mood right. or state or whatever it is. And yet sometimes you don't use the tools, you know, or I mean, you know, if you're if I'm in my feminine, sometimes I need a day where I just get to soak in and then film this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's okay. I'm, it's I'm fun okay. to cry I'm, sometimes.
1: But at the same time, the masculine tries to come in and be like, you know better. You don't have to feel like this.
0: You know, you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's
0: bloody exhausting, isn't it? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, so let's talk a bit about your new relationship. So tell me how, when you were, so you were in your feminine meeting this new person, was the reception totally different? Did it just kind of flow a lot differently than it would have if you hadn't known all of this? Yeah, it was because there was no controlling, you know, you mm-hmm. just let it happen and it naturally flows
1: versus it has to be this way and I'm expecting this, you know, there are no expectations, you just let it happen. And if you're open to receive, it's so much easier. You know, you don't have, you don't know what's going to happen, but right. you're not going to get disappointed either because there are no expectations and it just naturally flows. And it allows him to be in his masculine and therefore I get exactly what I want. Hmm.
0: I know. It's crazy how it works. And so it what, so simple, but <laughs> you know, I know. It's tricky. And I think it, it, it does take the right kind of man though, too, right? Like I think um, if they've not been taught and they've not evolved in this way, it's tricky for them to understand, well, what do you mean being my masculine? Like I'm just being me. And you're like, well, you know, here's what I need and, and these are my needs and all that kind of stuff. But I think it is, it's a lot simpler when we do it, when we do the work and just lean in, they just go, oh, Okay. And they kind of, you know, lovingly beat their chest and show up that way. It's, it's a pretty right. cool thing. So we'll talk a little bit about kids now, and you're obviously going to be raising your daughter with all of this, you know, empowering information. So how, how do you have these conversations with her about masculine feminine and we talked a bit about it and she's fully aware of it talk because mm-hmm. I do with even my 11 year old where she'll call me out and say you're in your masculine right now and I'm like shit she's right mm-hmm. talk a little bit about how raising a daughter with these concepts in mind has helped you
1: okay uh, well she got a little bit of an input because I took her to a UPW once so mm-hmm. she got a little taste of that uh, but there was so much information, you know, and it didn't stand out to her because she didn't really make any sense of it. So we actually started talking about it in detail because she became, you know, I'm a single parent. I've been single for a long time. And she would do things. She's like, I'm an independent woman. I don't need a man. And I was like, oh, this is great flag. You know, I'm going to pride myself in being a role model. I'm like, I'm not doing good on the relationship part <laughs>
0: Been there, done that, been there, done
1: that. (laughs) And, And so I had to go back and explain to her that it's not that you need a man, that you want one and you know why and explain the energies of how you play together and you know that you're more powerful together as a couple and just went through everything and I would give her examples like she'll be dancing around singing or whatever. I'm like, okay, now you're in a feminine. Like, oh, okay, or she would make decisions or be controlling. Now you're in your masculine, <laughs> right? She could understand the difference of it, and now she calls it out herself, you know. Oh, oh I'm totally in my masculine right and I'm gonna crush it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so extraordinary! Like, what a gift you're giving her! I mean, that is. Like that is life changing. If if we teach them nothing, I think we need to teach them this. Like I have four daughters and it's the same. My my oldest, she's thirty two now and she's single for the first time in a long time. And she said, When I'm in my feminine, I feel community. When I'm in my masculine, I feel lonely. Like, isn't that powerful? Yes. And just getting that because she's always go 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 and I don't need it and that line when you just said that it made my stomach turn I'm a, an independent woman I don't need a man I can't tell you how many damn times I've said that to my daughters you don't need a man for anything you don't need a man for anything and I'm like fuck now I have to go and undo that entire conditioning and it's not difficult but it's beautiful that your daughter can call and how old is she again she's 15 now yeah, perfect age to teach her this sure. stuff. That's incredible. And you know, um, they watch us so much. Oh, yeah. Even though I never
1: said I don't need a minute. Well, I may have. I don't Probably. I did. have. <laughs> probably did at some point when I was going through the angry phase is not wanting to. Yeah. Be. <laughs> but, but, I mean, she sees me, you know, I work myself. I, I run everything myself. And we're happy and we have everything and we're doing fine. So in her mind you know, the male role,
0: it really isn't needed because she's not right. lacking anything in a way. So yeah, not the best role model. We have it's to- so <laughs> hard, eh? <laughs> so <laughs> crazy. So, so let's, let's tell everybody where they can find you and if they want to connect with you. I mean, I think every parent should, I'm connected in her group. I think every parent should be connected, especially single mothers. Um, because, we do get in this rabbit hole of we, we don't, we don't need a man, we can handle everything. And I think you have this beautiful, like real time example of what it can look like when you're a strong woman raising a beautiful child who understand like it's, it gives me goosebumps like that's, you have, you have to share that with people. So tell everybody where they can find you and how they can connect. And maybe tell us a bit about your programs, if there's anything people want to get involved in
1: thank you um, yeah I mean the best way to connect with me is usually through Facebook I'm on there all the time uh, I have a free Facebook group that's called the golden parent so you can join that it's for free there are a lot of like go live and there with tips and you know topics as they come up uh, and then we host an interview series from the child's perspective and then with experts like yourself on there as well to just cover more topics and helping people out uh, and then. Um, as far as courses goes i'm working on something right now i'm not sure when it's going to be released but it's going to be you know a complete life makeover mm. for the parents so they can be better for themselves and then influence the children that way as well as an ongoing mastermind so that's that's going to come so stay tuned for that
0: and so are you on instagram or any of like is there anywhere they can Honestly, find you there just, okay yeah i am uh, it's it's
1: under the same name the golden parent not as active on Instagram as I am on Facebook, but okay. you, you can connect with me there and I'll be happy to respond.
0: Amazing. Well, it, it's, the time has flown by. We've been, so basically her and I've been talking for two hours now because I was on a Facebook live with her and then we, we hosted this podcast. So it's um, like i I could talk for days and that's, that's a beautiful thing when you're in your feminine, there's just like, more and more to talk about it's incredible but thank you so much for coming on the show I really really appreciate you and uh, definitely we'll, we'll have to do this again for both of us because it was a lot of fun
1: absolutely I had a blast thank you so much for having me
0: you're so welcome <laughs>